Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Karen Serkovich. She is the owner of DNC Service. You know, we all know how frustrating it can be when our heat conks out or when the air conditioning goes on the fritz on the hottest day of the year. But for the operators of commercial and industrial buildings, an HVAC or plumbing problem can be even worse. They have server rooms, they have office spaces. Think about those big industrial refrigerators and production lines full of people. They all have to be kept at a certain temperature in order to function properly. And that's when, let's face it, that you call in somebody like Karen and her team at DM Service to keep those properties safe, comfortable, and healthy. So Karen's here today to talk with us about her company, her entrepreneurial story, and I just want to welcome you to the show, Karen. You're doing some great things. Thank you so much. It is a pleasure to be with you today. Also want to congratulate you. You're one of the 2018 class of 25 under 25, and we're just so excited to be able to, uh, just in a few weeks, celebrate that on February the 24th down at the Mule Box, you and the other 24 companies that won. So congratulations. Thank you so much. It is, I don't seek recognition, but it is always nice to be recognized, especially for my team of technicians. This is really their award, not my award. So everybody's just super excited and proud to be a part of a worldwide, another, or Kansas City-wide amount of amazing um, entrepreneurs and companies. Well, it will be a fun, fabulous time, and I would encourage all of the business public here in Kansas City to come out and celebrate with Karen, DMC Services, and the uh, rest of the companies that we will be honoring. February the 24th, you can go to 25, that's the number 25under25.com, read all about it, and get your tickets if you would like to come out and celebrate. Karen, let's talk about DMC. I, I talked about the HVAC issues uh, that industrial companies, commercial building owners face, and how catastrophic it, it can be when one of these systems goes on the fritz. So tell us about, uh, in more detail, what your company does. Well, what we, we service and maintain mission-critical systems, as you said in the intro. Um, nobody... It, whether you're at home or at work, nobody likes to be uncomfortable. They want to live in and work and sometimes play in places that are temperature um, appropriate and everybody needs plumbing that works. And so that's where we come in. We um, kind of shy away. We take on limited construction projects and really our main focus is making sure that when our customers need us, we are there and for them to make sure that their plumbing is running properly and that when it's 100 degrees outside, everybody inside feels cool and fresh, and when it's zero degrees outside, everybody feels nice and warm. And um, our technicians take a lot of pride in making sure that we deliver on that promise. 
um, a part of our business model is also to do preventive maintenance because really the best way to prevent emergencies from happening is making sure that you're maintaining those mission critical systems on a regular basis. Correct. And your team is available 24 hours a day, right? We are. We have on-call um, plumbers and HVAC technicians available anytime, uh, day or night, holidays, weekends, you name it. And, you know, early on in the DMC days, I remember getting calls, um, getting calls that were, you know, at 3 a.m. when somebody had a server room unit go down and we had to get out there and make sure it got back up and running. So tell us about uh, DMC's name. That D stands for diamond. Tell, tell us about that. It does. Um, the diamond, in, in my mind, when we were basically branding the company, represents something that is strong, that is developed through pressure. And because of the nature of our work, a lot of times we are under pressure. I mean, we have lots constant demands from a variety of different customers working on all different types of equipment. And, you know, people want things fixed and they want it fixed now. And so the idea of the diamond is that we always strive to do diamond strong, brilliant work. And the entire company culture really is surrounded by that idea of the diamond. Our core values are the four C's, like you measure a diamond when you go buy mm -hmm. one. And um, really, you know, when somebody does something great, we're like, hey, that was really brilliant work. When they're in a tough spot and they want to give up and, you know, I speak to them in the field or their manager speaks to them in the field, they say, hey, are you doing diamond strong work? And it kind of lifts the guys up to make sure that they carry on to fulfill our mission. Okay, so DMC stands for Diamond Mechanical Contractors. Uh, you're diamond strong, you do brilliant work, and then you measure that work, and you measure uh, the people that you work with by the four Cs, the, the four different uh, points, which are, why don't you just tell us what they are real fast. Yeah, our core values, the four Cs, are connected, committed, capable champions. And what that means is connected, in a nutshell, we are connected to each other as employees, to our customers and the community beyond. Committed is that we're diamond strong. We don't give up. There are time and time again, we have customers who call us that other contractors just threw in the towel. They couldn't figure out the problem. You know, sometimes it's not black and white, the things that, you know, we have to deal with. And we don't ever give up. We get the job done and make sure that it's fixed right. Capable is we always want to do right things right the first time. And then champions is that we strive to be better every day and have um, contagious passion and enthusiasm for our industry and celebrate our successes. I think it's great that you have these measures. And you hear about companies who have mission statements or they have their guiding principles, whatever you want to call it in, in within your company. And then after a while, they kind of forget about incorporating them every day. They just become some words. And we hear that all the time. I'm not saying anything new here. You keep them at the forefront. For those companies that, that are listening, that maybe over time uh, their core principles aren't an integral part of the company, maybe you're not talking about them at staff meetings, maybe 
Many people don't even know what they are. What's advice you can give them so that they are living every day and so your staff, your employees, your team internalizes them? Well, I think that you know, when somebody is developing a mission statement and a purpose, that's where you start. But a lot of companies, like you said, kind of stop there. And, you know, I don't know that my guys really could recite to me or my teammates could recite to me our mission statement, but they know our purpose because I say, what are we here for? They're diamond strong, brilliant work. And sometimes making it something that's relatable and memorable within the organization um, is what helps it become something that is living and breathing throughout the organization and all the employees. And, you know, I didn't do anything really novel or unique. I just looked at companies that I felt had really great, strong cultures and then, you know, surveyed all of them and kind of thought through what it was that they had that made their company special and then tried to put that into our world with DMC and our, um, you know, our mission to deliver great, technical service. How did you get into this business, Karen? <laughs> By accident. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> really, I um, saw an opportunity with the original founder. Um, he was is a very smart and um, brilliant technical mind, but kind of struggled in the business operations area. And over time, I began helping and helping more and helping more and taking on more. And then, you know, at one point, I'd kind of come to a crossword roads in my own professional sales career and, you know, decided to go ahead and go all in and become uh, the majority owner. Um, I went to some schooling. I did some apprentice work just so that I could be able to walk the walk and talk the talk. And um, then when the opportunity presented itself, I decided to go all in and buy the company out. And, you know, really, I one of the hashtags that I use on my Instagram is HVAC girl, plumber, gal. You know, I would tell people, please don't ask me to go fix this stuff. Um, I know the principles. I can do it if I was forced to do it. But really what I am is I'm a leader of our organization. I'm the person who tries to shine bright like a diamond and, you know, keep our guys motivated and build and develop more customers and, you know, really keep, the organization moving forward and at mm -hmm. the heart of who I am, I'm a salesperson. And so getting to sell something that I believe in um, is really what gives me great joy. So in addition to running the company, do you maintain that role as a salesperson, the principal salesperson I, of the company? I do in, um, in an unofficial manner. Um, my One of my objectives in 2018 is to actually go out and sell more because it is what gives me joy, and we've been able to build up some great infrastructure within the organization where the day-to-day -day and some of the administrative things, um, there are now others who um, can handle that very effectively and efficiently, possibly more so than me as a salesperson. So, um, you know, I'm really looking forward to this year getting out and um, talking to my customers more and finding new ones. Let's go back and talk about how you got involved with the company. The company was founded in 2004, so it's coming up on uh, within in about a year on its 15th anniversary, which is 
a huge milestone. Congratulations on that as well. And, and you started there as a salesperson. 2012, you bought majority ownership into the company, and then in 2015, you became full owner. Talk to us about that transition. Did the previous owner stay on board? Uh, how, how did that handoff occur? Because there's some valuable lessons that some of our listeners can probably gain by that. Um, I am extraordinarily blessed that the founder of our company um, wanted DMC to survive and thrive beyond himself. So when I, you know, came in and bought in as majority owner, at that point, I was really starting to handle a lot of the day-to-day running of the company or operations in the company. Mm-hmm. And um, he was still kind of a technical resource. And um, three years later, when I bought him out, um, he's not exactly involved other than a trusted advisor and a cheerleader who wants to see us succeed. Um, and it's it's really fantastic. It was honestly one of the scariest things I ever did because when I finally decided, like, yes, I want to take this company and see where we can go with it, and I'm okay that, um, you know, I'm putting everything on the line in terms of, you know, financially and emotionally um, in many ways. Um, you know, it was scary, and it hasn't been a perfect ride, but it's been one that I think as any entrepreneur or just any human being, if you just wake up every day and look all your fears in the face and move through them, then great things can happen. And I think the biggest thing that we as humans, whether you own your own business or you work for somebody else, is that we let fear really get in our way and get in our head. And if there's one message that I could say to anyone who is listening, just put your foot on the pedal of the gas and go and just say yes and try to be smart and not let fear hold you back. Yeah, just just push through it. Talk to us about where you got your business experience. Obviously, a salesperson is is what we all need to make our companies go. Those sales uh, generate the revenues that keep the lights on, that keep us in business. But there is more to running a business than what is part of a salesperson's job. How did you learn business uh, as you took on that role? Was that from your from the previous owner? Did you take some classes? Uh, have you just been learning as you go? How that how's that been working? Um, actually, I learned a lot of my business sense through my first career out of college. I was still in sales, but with um, the ho- hotel industry, selling meetings and conventions, and it was one of those roles that I had. Um, amazing mentors throughout the almost 12 years that I worked in that industry and the opportunity to move up to a place where I was running an entire sales division, um, sales and marketing division Uh for an individual standing hotel, where at that point when you sit on the executive board, you're responsible for your P&L. You're responsible for, you know, looking at expenses and the revenue side and really putting all of the pieces together. And um, those experiences really helped shape who I am today um, because I was able to learn how to manage budgets and mm-hmm. you know, read income statements and financial statements. And you know, really 
while sale, my mom always jokes that I was selling the doctor as I was being delivered, um, and I've been selling my whole life. I think that one of my superpowers is that I'm also kind of a numbers nerd, and so you know I have a great sales sense, and that's what gives me great joy. But I really geek out at learning numbers, figuring out how they work, how they fit together, and how to make them better in terms of bottom lines for our business. What would you say over the course of your experience with DMC transitioning from full-time sales to now uh, to majority owner and now to complete 100% owner, what would you say you have learned most about yourself that has surprised you? Um, wow, that is such a great question. What have I learned about myself? You know, I have learned, I think, oh, goodness. The thing I think I've learned the most is that kind of going back to that idea of fear, you know, I, growing up, and I'm not sure why this was, I always kind of felt hesitant to just be me. And I always felt like I had to, you know, please this person, please that person. Um, You know, if I saw the world in a different way, you know, it was difficult for me to kind of speak out and, and, the way that I saw it, because oftentimes I would sit in a room, boardroom or wherever, and I would would see it a different way. And that's kind of a scary place to be because you feel like you're an outsider. And over the course of DMC, I've learned that, you know what, my voice counts and I take it from a place of humility. I don't think I know everything, Mm -hmm. but it's still valuable for me to contribute and have learning the art that all of the different points of view is what make a beautiful puzzle and all the pieces that fit together, you know, just learning to accept that I'm an important piece of the puzzle too. Um, And being able to do that with humility um, and, you know, acceptance has been a really important lesson for me. Yeah, very powerful lesson for sure, uh, empowering lesson as well. What's the future for DMC, Karen? You know, I, I am very hopeful and optimistic that it's bright. We, um, you know, continue to add customers and projects and just continue to grow and establish our presence here in Kansas City. For the first probably 10 years that I was a part of this organization, either informally or formally, you know, I would say DMC service, and unless you were one of our customers or you knew the owner or you knew me, you didn't really know who DMC was. And so we are hopeful that as we continue to grow and people have that somewhat of brand recognition that, hey, DMC service, they are great plumbers, they are great HVAC technicians, um, and you know, that's really hopefully where we're going, where we establish that reputation for doing brilliant work. If someone would like to find out more about your company or even get in touch with you, what's the best way to do that? Um, Well, we have a website that we love to send people to, and it's www.dmcserviceinc.com. There's lots of information on there along with projects and pictures and um, we also have a Facebook page same DMC Service Inc and lastly if somebody wants to contact me directly they can call our office it is answered 24-7 by a real person and or they can shoot me an email and it's 
Karen at DMCServiceInc.com. Okay. Uh, get a hold of Karen if you want to continue this conversation. Uh, go out to the website if you'd just like to check out more about some of the different projects they've worked on. Karen, thank you so much for being our guest today. You're doing great things, and we wish you the best of luck for the future. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed our conversation. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.